You're listening to the Oh Johnny, what are you thinking? Podcast, episode one. Hey, hello and welcome to the Oh Johnny, what are you doing podcast? Uh, my name is John, and basically what I'm doing here is I have things to say. I've podcast before, and I'm doing this as an experiment. I'm just throwing out two stories that kind of get under my skin. I talk about them, and I just let my opinions known. It's better than blogging because, you know what, I don't type that fast. Uh, I started a weight loss podcast. Yeah, it wasn't going so well. Still isn't going so well. Uh, I've decided to start a weight loss podcast before I lost weight. Wasn't the best idea, but what I'm doing now is I work with a lot of people that do podcasting, and I have to keep my hand in the game. I have to keep doing things. I have to keep trying new technology, so I have to do something. So I'm just throwing this podcast. It's probably going to be maybe 25 minutes to a half an hour, maybe, however long it takes to get my rant out, because I kind of like that comedy where, you know, when someone says something, you get that, and then you start laughing, that dark almost, oh my God, I can't believe they said that. And then you can't stop laughing, even if you don't want to. Like something, if someone falls down the steps or when you know they're okay, you get, and then you crack up. Okay. Well, that's the kind of laughter that I love. That's the kind of comedy that I love. That's to me, what I think is the funniest. So I don't know if we're going to get a lot of that on this podcast, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about some things that kind of bother me. And the first topic I'm going to tackle is this Indiana Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Somehow, somewhere, someone decided to talk the governor of Indiana to signing a Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Now, on the surface, that sounds pretty good. Well, freedom of religion, right? That's part of the Constitution. But if you look down at it and you really dig into it, basically what they're saying is your religion says that you don't like the gay, lesbian, transgender lifestyle, that you don't have to serve them. And people are, they're having rallies and they're on TV and they're having a fit about this. And I can understand why. Well, be honest with you, I'm actually for the law. And I'll tell you that why I'm for the law in a second. I mean, the governor of Connecticut won't allow his people to go to Indiana. And a lot of people, now, now here are these poor people in Indiana. They don't have any idea what's going on here. They're business people in there. And now their state's under siege because somebody decided to write a law and sign it into law. And basically what happens now is they can discriminate if, you know, they don't want to wait on gay or lesbian or transgender people because of their religion. That's fine. They don't have to. And they can use this as an excuse in court. They cannot be sued for discrimination. If there is a business that they run and they don't want to hire a gay or lesbian, they don't have to do that. So, I say, you know what? I'm all for that. And you know why I'm all for that? Because then I looked in the news and I seen two other states, Arkansas and Missouri, say, hey, you can do that? Now they're getting their own law and they're going to sign their own law about the same thing. And you know what I say? That's fantastic. And I'll tell you why. Because basically, all the other businesses that are appalled by this, they're putting up signs saying, you know what? We love everyone. We want to serve everyone. And we do not discriminate. So what does that do? That leaves all the bigoted people. It identifies them. It basically puts a star on their head, a bullseye on their back, and says, guess what? These people are bigoted, and if they don't like our lifestyle, 
we won't support them. So basically, all these businesses will go out of business. All these businesses, because of religious reasons, they don't have to serve gays or lesbians or whatever. That's fine. So you know what? Once they start losing money, I think their tone will change. I think their religious beliefs will soften up a little bit. Or maybe they can just have their own little commerce between them. So I'm really not against it. I say live and let live. I say let's identify them. For me, if I'm in a state, if they ever do that where I live, I'm basically going to look and see if there's a sign that says, hey, we serve everybody, and I'm going to go in there and support that business and buy from them. If I find out that they support this law and they don't want to do I'm not going there. So there you go. They get to make a choice, and we get to make a choice. And isn't that what America is all about, making choices? So you know what? Go ahead, states. Enact your law. I say identify these people. Because right now, they're just among us. And they, you really don't know, you know what their beliefs are or whatever. And I say, let's identify them and then go and do what we want to do accordingly. So that's what I got to say about the Indiana Religious Freedom Restoration Act. I'm actually for it. Now, I see everybody else. They're out there and they're, they're shaking their signs and they're wearing their multicolor wigs. You know, the same one that the guy used to hold up the uh, John 316 sign at sporting events. They're wearing those wigs, and they, they have their signs out there. And, you know, I have to say, calm down. Let it go. Don't give them the reaction that they want. Don't identify or give them any more publicity than they need. Just sit back, take notes, take action. That's what I have to say. Now, here's the other thing about today. Uh, actually, I don't know if I mentioned this, but it is April Fool's Day. You might be listening to this later, so it won't make a difference to you. One of the things that I love is a good old-fashioned comedy roast. Now, I'm old enough to actually remember when there was the Dean Martin roasts, and they roast Johnny Carson and Don Rickles and Frank Sinatra, and they were fun. They were good. And then what happened was Comedy Central decided to take him to a new level, and they started roasting people like William Shatner, Larry the Cable Guy, And my goodness, even Pamela Anderson, I don't know what she, I don't know how much money they had to give her to get up there, but she went up there and they roasted her. And you know what? That kind of comedy, as you can tell, because I like the dark comedy, it's right in my wheelhouse. So I just love the roast. So when I heard that they were going to roast Justin Bieber, trust me, I put it on my calendar. I couldn't wait to see it. And I was disappointed. Honestly, I give the roast a C minus because of the dais. I mean, they had... Kevin Hart is the Roastmaster. To me, he's like the Sammy Davis Jr. of the new millennium. I mean, okay, he's funny. But, I mean, I don't know. There was just so many people. I mean, they actually had Jeff Ross up there, who was really the only roaster. I mean, you could have made him the Roastmaster. The, the dais. I mean, where was their comedy? But where was Lisa Lampanelli? Where was Artie Lang? I mean, we get Pete Davison, Natasha Allegro, and Christy Ella, and Hannibal Burris. Who's Hannibal Burris? He looks like a mini... Bernie Mac. I I mean, I guess he's famous because he does jokes about Bill Cosby and he outed Bill Cosby for the way he likes to pick up women. (laughs) He likes to pick up women. (sighs) It's been 30 something years, ladies. Why? What? I mean, that must have been some strong drug to have you out for that long. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's jumping on. And here's the other thing. I was listening to somebody the other day and you know what? It's terrible what he did. Okay. And I don't know how he's getting away with it. I don't know how he's still out doing shows, but he's getting away with it. But here's what happened. 
I'm listening to this one lady, and she's so upset about this happening. She says, you know, I was out with him. We had a drink, and the next thing you know, I, I woke up. I was on the couch, and I was undressed. And then the second time, we were somewhere, and then it happened again. I'm like, the second time? The second time? Are you kidding me? I can't believe there's a second time. So, I don't know. It's a little shaky. Should something be done about this? Absolutely. Was something done about it? No. I mean, after all this time, I don't know what to do. I mean, either go after them or leave them alone. I don't know what to do here. It was terrible. It was wrong. We have all these women. I think there's like 40 now, which is crazy. But there's 40 women here. And if this was President Obama, that's all there would be on the TV. I don't understand. He's... Bill Cosby must be part of the Illuminati or something for him to get away with this kind of stuff. And he, he just goes and does his shows and, and people go and he sells out. I mean, now he's had shows canceled, but he still goes. So anyhow, back to my original rant, Hannibal Burris, he's, I mean, that was the comedian and Chris Diella. I mean, he's on undateable. I like the show. I mean, he's a good comedic actor, but a standup and I mean, Pete Davidson did a great job. Uh, and he, I mean, even Natasha, I mean, they had, they needed one woman up there to make sex jokes about and they, and then Martha Stewart, I, how much money did they pay her to stand up there and take that nonsense? I mean, when I saw that, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I get the Snoop Dogg, I get the ludicrous, I get Shaq. I mean, that's the low hanging fruit for the other comedians to take a shot at, to make jokes about right before they make jokes about Justin Bieber. But when you go back to the old roast, if you go back and watch that, William Shatner roast, the Larry the Cable Guy roast, I mean the Pamela Anderson roast. The comedians tore each other up. <laughs> I remember hearing a story about uh, Whitney Cummins. She was in the bathroom with Lisa Lampanelli, and they're all crying in the bathroom because, I mean, they took some really hard shots. So, I mean, it's got to be tough to be up there and be exposed like that. But, I mean, it is all in fun, and you can kind of shake it off. But it really, I guess, affects you. I, I don't know. I've never been up on them. I've never had anybody tear me up like that. I don't know if I could handle it. So they started with the roast, and Justin came out. And one of the things was, the first thing they did was they dropped him. I'm going to be spoilers here if you haven't seen it yet. They drop him down on wires, and he gets about halfway down, maybe 30 feet from the ground. And all of a sudden, the wires cut loose, and he hits the stage in a thump. And everybody thinks, like, the wires broke and fell. And they were having a choir out there, and they all get around him like something's happening. And then all of a sudden, he stands up. I'll tell you, when I first saw it, I haven't went back and watched it again. I thought he hit the deck, but there's no way he fell that far and didn't get hurt. So it was a great way to start it. And Kevin Hart, he had so much to work with. I mean, come on, people. I mean, you have so much to work with the kid. And he just sat there. He kind of had a deer in the headlights look, if you ask me. That's what he did, uh, Justin, as far as when they were really banging on him. But, I mean, some of the funniest material was when they went after Shaq. I mean, he's such a target. And I think Shaq handled it real well. I mean, it was almost like the one roast that was there. They had Mike Tyson. I think that was the Pamela Anderson roast. They had Mike Tyson uh, there just to pick on him. But uh, Shaq did handle it well. And then you have Snoop Dogg and Ludacris and Shaq and Martha Stewart get up there. And all the jokes have been written for him, and you get that. But they were, I mean, Snoop Dogg did a good job. Ludacris did okay. Shaq was fine. Martha Stewart. Now, she got up there, and she has just one way of presenting. It's a upscale, New Yorker kind of speak. If you're not from that area, you know what I'm talking about. So she gets up there, and she starts doing her jokes. 
And I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is going to go bad. But by the end, I have to give it to the old gal. She did a great job. She, to me, was my favorite out of the, all the non-comedic people. I mean, Snoop Dogg, he was basically drunk and stoned by the time he got up there. And I don't know if he went off script or not, but he was somewhat funny. I, I'll give him that. And Ludacris, I mean, he was just reading. You could tell. But uh, I really, again, I think it was a C-. minus. I mean, I can't believe that all these other comedians didn't want to get up there and get a crack at Justin Bieber. Or maybe it was just the fact that it was almost like trying to whack a baby steel with a bat. I guess there was no win in that. But to me, I thought that the roast could have been so much better. Well, that's my two topics for today. And I know this podcast will have an explicit tag on it for for reasons because it's not because of me cursing or me. It's just the topics that are going to come up here. You know, the Bieber roasts, the clips that I'm going to play. I'm not afraid to take on topics that are controversial. It's just my take on it. And who am I? I'm just some guy with an opinion. If you want to check out the website, just go over to ojohnny.me. Check it out there. I'll have some video clips and also some clips about the Indiana Religious Freedom Restoration Act. So you can go over there and check that out if you'd like. And also, um, want to drop in a comment? That would be great. I appreciate it. If you have any questions, I appreciate them too. All right. Till next time. Take care, everybody. <laughs>